Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. Today, I'm interviewing Alicia Houston, who is an amazing individual who has a mission that and a vision that has been instilled inside of her, and she is running after it. And so we're excited to be able to talk with her today. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited that you're here. Alicia, tell me, who are you and why are you here? And I don't mean on this show. I mean, right. why are you out here in the universe? Tell me Ooh, who you are. That is very powerful. That's a powerful question. And there was a time when I would not have had an answer for you. So I can tell you I am here to walk in my divine anointing. And what that looks like is... I am a woman of STEM, and I didn't know how science was going to play a role in what I was here to do. And what I realized is my education, my experiences, both good and bad, are here to be an invitation for other people's transformation. And so that's what I'm here for. I'm here to take a stand for every woman in corporate America, every small business owner, every woman here who is moving in her mighty mission. I am here to take a stand with you, for you, link arms with you, lift as I lead, and ensure you lift as you lead. Oh, come on. Now, you know, I'm getting excited. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, and more yes. But you know what? I think people look at us uh, today, you know, mm -hmm. where we, what are we doing and what, you know, the, the, that we're being courageously intentional, as I say, uh, to do different things or things that are maybe not 100% like, oh, I didn't know that that was my sweet spot. But I, I know that you started out you know, in corporate and doing some things in corporate. So I'd like for you to share mm. with the folks that will be watching this, like, what did you do in corporate America? You got it. So I was always, you know, <laughs> blessed to be in a role of leadership, even when I didn't have the title. Right. So I was a I was a woman who started in the um, the research realm. I Like I said, science is my background. And so I moved into a hospital setting where I contributed to a research team, where when I was there, I was growing, I was thriving in the realm of leadership. And we had a new director come in and he was not happy with me. And he made sure that I did not grow anymore in that corporate environment. So I was always mm. about I was always in the realm of administration. So that was my role in the corporate arena, but it was always in the space of leadership from a very young age, always leading, um, just rallying. That is who I was in corporate America, in the realm of uh, healthcare and in the realm of research science. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. But I heard you say something that I have to really uh, kind of tune into. You said, you know, even from when you were little. Yes. You were rallying. Yes. So it is something about, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time 
uh, Alicia, that you know, you know, you kind of know what you called here to do because it, it starts out when you're four or five years old. You can see it in you. That's when there is no fear and you're just doing. I, I tell people uh, when I when I was a little girl and we would play church. Uh, y'all know who was the pastor. I was the pastor and they were the parishioners. And I was behind the podium preaching to them and telling them how to live their life. I've been doing it all my life. And so now this is a podium and I'm telling people how to live their life. It's in you. So you kind of know that. What what's your What's your philosophy on knowing who you are? Oh my goodness. You just brought back a memory, quite honestly, that I had forgotten. I was always you know, instituting these model shows. And I was the model on the runway. <laughs> and everybody else was like clapping for me. <laughs> telling me this, telling me that. And I'm like, no, you have to do this. You have to do that. Yes. So, so th- thank you for that. That was, that really just like warmed my whole heart. Thank you. So you brought back a memory. <laughs> But it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, people do know, but we struggle with it. We struggle with it. Mm. And you know what? To that point of struggle, I just want to hit this really quickly. You know, oh, wow. Let me think of the best way to verbalize this. My brain is moving faster than my mouth. Um, We... We know what we're here to do, but for some reason we discount it and we see something in the world and we think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And then we wonder why it falls flat because that's not what we were called here to do. So to your point, there is always a knowing. And when we align with that knowing, it's like things begin to just come to fruition um, so beautifully and they begin to evolve. And then there are people that come into play that we never even thought of before that would be people that are you know moving the mission forward so you're right we know what we're here to do yeah. and it's on us to take ownership of that and to allow it to unfold uniquely according to our own gifts that have been put within us That is so good. It's so rich. That is so rich and so good because I believe that. And so, you know, another piece of that is, is doing the the common. We, we have been conditioned to believe in commonality and that that's a good thing that we are in common with one another that we, but, 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 but I think that commonality is not really living out who God uh, intended Mm. you to be. Nothing is common about God uh, and how he created you. And so I think being able to step out of the commonality uh, feels a little bit uh, obtruse. It, it feels like, yes. oh, well, I'm not going to be like, I'm not, ain't nobody going to appreciate it. And by the way, how am I going to make some money? I mean, you know, yes. all these things are running through your mind. And so I really love that you have taken your corporate career, you have, you know, pivoted over uh, to this thing that I'm so excited about that we're going to talk about uh, this conference, is this, yes. this retreat that yes. you have created. Um, but I want to ask you one question. What was the hardest thing about pivoting out of corporate America? Uh, Oh my gosh, Zandra. Um, I realized that I had been programmed and I had been programmed not to believe in my own voice. And I even questioned my own value. Ooh, I could just, ooh, mm, 
Mm-mm, I hear you. Look I, look, I hear you. Yeah. Because I literally, you know, when I, I worked 25 years in a semiconductor mm. company, and I could literally start feeling myself almost like transforming and putting on a different armor yes. to go into that job. So yes. really being programmed, didn't know what, you know, how to do, what to do, when yes. to do, unless it was according to what I was doing there. Right. So I hear you. Yes. And I think that most... Most people don't mm-hmm. understand the freedom associated with saying, I'm going get, to get deprogrammed. Yes. So yes. I, I know that's, that's an issue. It yeah. is, you know, and, and just really quickly, just, I know we're, we're wrapping up and that is why it can be very difficult when we step into a new role that we're unfamiliar with because we step in with that same programming, even though it requires a higher level of thinking. Ooh. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> That is, look, you hit the nail on the head. Well, we're going to take a short break. But when I come back from the break, I really, really want to talk to you, uh, Alicia, about, you know, this pivot in this new thing that you've got going on. We'll be right back. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV and Roku or visit ZondraTV.com. We're back where we've been talking to Alicia Houston about her life and her journey through corporate America and how she shifted and pivoted into becoming a small business entrepreneur. Alicia, before the break, we were talking about, you know, that programming and, and how it feels. You know, when I, the, one of the companies I worked for would give a sabbatical every seven years. Mm-hmm. And the sabbatical was 90 days off. But what I found, my first one was like, okay, you know, you don't pay attention. But that second and third sabbatical, I realized, I said, you know what? I just got deprogrammed enough about nine weeks in. Like it was time for me to go back to work by the time I had gotten deprogrammed and I was feeling myself. And that told me that it might be time for you to give the deuces and get up out of here. Um, What's been your experience with that? Mm. You know, it's really powerful when you said that because my first experience after being in corporate, then founding my first biotech company, um, then having that company acquired. So we sold that business and I moved back under the corporate umbrella. And so it was that last year of being under that corporate umbrella when I was basically told to be quiet, sit down, know my place, and my voice didn't matter. And so it was in that space that I began to see I have to make a move, but I was not, I did not take action, Zandra, and move quickly mm-hmm. enough to the point that one day they came in, I thought we were going to have a budget meeting and they gave me a pink slip. And <laughs> I was so angry, like, right? I was angry. Oh, but you know, never let them see you sweat. You know, they didn't see me sweat, girl. I was doing my thing. I'm like, um, where's my package? Where's my bonus? Okay, this looks good. You know, and I transitioned out and it took me. So to your answer your question, it took me a good 
ah, five months really after that to really yeah. step into this next iteration because I had to detox. I had to detox the expectations yes. I had. I had to yes. detox the anger I had. I had to detox from my own, the, how I devalued myself and I had to forgive myself. Then I had to forgive the leadership. Then I had to see the God in each one of them. And then I had to bless them and I sent them a thank you note for all of what they taught me and blessing them on their future endeavors. Oh, then I was what? released. Now that's what I call a boss player. You a boss player because you know what? I mean, seriously, because yes. how many people really go through, you know, they, they don't really detox from the anger. So they carry the anger and they just push it past their belly button. How many people, you know, lose a job and then, you know, you actually don't detox and try to reprogram your mindset and you keep searching for that same feeling, you know, that, ooh, that feeling, even if the feeling ain't good, it was a feeling, right? Yeah. And so you detox from everything. But what really makes you a boss chick today mm-hmm. is you sent everybody a thank you letter. I did. That's a, if I work for corporate today and I leave, that, that'd be my move. Thank you so much for the opportunity to yes. live the life that I deserve, not what Hallelujah. you deserve. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Sandra? You- Some of those women that are still there, they are in touch with me and they, and I'm like, I don't have time for the toxicity. I don't work there. I don't want to hear it. God, no, that's right. (laughs) Keep your toxins to yourself. Yes. I'm not, no, I don't want to sit in your chair where you hooked up. Mm -hmm. I know I'm good. So. Okay, we have to pivot to this because I'm just like so excited about what you are doing, but I think that this is uh, extremely important. I think that people will be watching this that are Mm -hmm. in a corporate environment. There is one thing that I want to tell people because I was just, I did a radio interview earlier this week Mm -hmm. and I I said, here's the thing. You have to have an exit strategy. And most oftentimes um, you either are going, you going to pull the trigger. They're going to pull the trigger on you. You know, y'all just kind of, you know, in a little standoff right now, like who going to pull the trigger first. Right. But at the end of the day, you develop an exit strategy in good times, not when you are in a bad situation and your back is against the wall, you have less opportunities and less mindset to deal with um, when you're backed up against the corner or, you know, in the, in the corner or against the wall. Correct. So my, my words of wisdom is develop the exit strategy in good times so that you don't have to yes. do anything but blow the dust off and start executing. Ooh, ooh. So, so, so that's important. And, and, and sounds like to me, you kind of had a strategy in place that you knew you were going to another level. So now I'm ready to talk about your baby. Tell yes. me about your new baby. Oh my goodness. She is called ethos. And ethos was a name that was not by me. It was actually downloaded from the Holy Spirit into my heart. And ethos is about your full community, your people you're connected to, people you touch, people you influence, people you lead. And so what I realized is that I have always been creating an ethos around me and with those I stay in connection with. And a lot of times we as high operating women in leadership, running businesses, in corporations, in, in senior leaders, we are in ethoses where our voices are not heard or we don't bring our voices forward. See, because what I want you to understand as a woman, you listen, 
the table is better because you're seated at it. No matter what, it is now that's made good. whole because you are there. Yes. And that's, that's what I want women to understand. And I want to create an ethos where other women can come together. We can have high level conversations. We can talk about, just like you're saying, that exit strategy. We can talk about next level. You want to go higher. Maybe you want to be an SVP. Maybe you want to get into the C-suite. Maybe you want to create your own small business and expand it. That's what ethos is about. It is a network business retreat because we do so much. We're always moving. We operate in nonprofits. We operate in for-profits. We operate in everything. And so what ethos does, it allows us a moment to take a respite, to reconnect, realign, and reignite. So when we step foot back out in those streets, that we know how we're moving and we're moving aligned with the vision that has been given to us uniquely. And that's what I want women to understand. And I want to create an ethos where other women can come together. We can have high level conversations. We can talk about, just like you're saying, that exit strategy. We can talk about next level. You want to go higher. Maybe you want to be an SVP. Maybe you want to get into the C-suite. Maybe you want to create your own small business and expand it. That's what ethos is about. It is a network business retreat because we do so much. We're always moving. We operate in nonprofits. We operate in for-profits. We operate in everything. And so what ethos does, it allows us a moment to take a respite, to reconnect, realign, and reignite. So when we step foot back out in those streets, that we know how we're moving and we're moving aligned with the vision that has been given to us uniquely. Ignite and make it happen. This ethos sounds amazing. And I love how you've taken the name of this retreat and Mm. how you have socialized it. Because Mm. we could throw up a name, you know, but you need to socialize that name and put some real meaning behind it. And that, Alicia, is what Mm. you have done. I am extremely proud of you and excited about this. I can't wait to be there. You know, I can't wait to be there. I can't wait. Oh, I think it's going to be epic. (laughs) It is. All right. It's going to be intimate. So it's wonderful. I love the intimacy about it too. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about ethos much more. And I want to let the folks know how to get a hold of you. We'll be right back. It's hard to turn on the TV or unlock your phone and not see the bad of the world on your screen. Well, there is good out there, and you need to see it. Zondra TV Network is the breath of fresh air that you've been needing. Success stories, business ventures, and walks of faith. Visit the home of positive and inspirational programming, Zondra TV. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk with Zandra. We've been talking to Alicia Houston today, and it has been an amazing conversation about how she has pivoted from corporate, owned her own business, sold a business, and now doing something amazing called Ethos. So, Alicia, 
I want to talk to you more about this, this intimate experience that you're creating and more so what happens after that intimate cre- um, experience? What do you see happening? You know, and I'd first like to step on that piece you said about intimacy. Um, Intimacy is really important to me because it's a space of trust. And it's a little more intimate this year because of what we're experiencing in the world, right? We we show up according to in the right manner. So it is an intimate invite only um, retreat opportunity for this year. But next year, it will be expanded for invite and referral only. And let me tell you why Ethos is that. It is because I want to ensure the integrity of the space is maintained. I want to make sure that everyone who shows up is showing up in a space of alignment from a place of power and not from a place of, I need you to lift me. Because see, we're already always doing that as the powerful women that are communing in that room together. We are always the lifter and we're not complaining. It is just a fact. It's what we've been, it's what our shoulders have been built for. And so ethos is that space where we come together and we lift each other high level women up even more in that space, but we are also poured into. We are poured into with wisdom, with strategies, with with new relationships, with, I mean, networking um, receptions, with brunches, right? Who doesn't like to brunch? With with other experiences that are little tidbits that I got to keep quiet that are going to be happening. There's always gifts. I'm a gift giver. I love giving gifts. And I think we as women don't receive enough gifts and we don't give each other enough gifts. So there will be gifts in the space. You know, I like a gift. I like a gift. (laughs) And that's what ethos is about. We come together where we can kick our feet up, where we can relax, where we can be poured into. But then we can also, when it's time, we can say, oh, sis, I got a new word. I got a little word for you, too. You know, but it's not at the level that when we're out in the world that we're giving so much from. Yes. So how can people get a hold of you? Yes. Yes. So you can catch me on every platform and it's every platform with my name alicia houston but you can go to my website and that's aliciahouston.com and you can connect with me and we can just do things together jump on my list so you make sure you stay in the know because i will be opening a, a, a ethos up next year to more people and it's going to be a retreat it's going to be all-inclusive, and it's going to just be dynamic. We're going to have some chefs and everything next year, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead yes. with the chef. Judge Luca. <laughs> I, I want to come. But anyhow, yes. um, but this year for this mm-hmm. intimate event, what mm-hmm. I thought was so amazing, Alicia, when you called me, is that you live where in California? San Diego. She mm-hmm. lives in San Diego. But now where is this intimate conference at? In Frisco, Texas. I Come on, Frisco, Frisco Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, so what inspired you mm-hmm. to be in San Diego, beautiful San Diego, mm-hmm. but yet you're bringing this to the Frisco, Texas area. Mm-hmm. What inspired you? Great question. So what I knew is my mission required me to be mobile. And so I would just say, Lord, where am I to be? And I love the Frisco Stonebriar. I love that area. And he said, you're going to be in Frisco. And I said, okay, that's what's, that's where it's going to be. So 
although yes I have to bring things with me right and show up there I believe that my blessing is in the movement and in action and in the obedience so Frisco was truly just downloaded like you're gonna be in Frisco and I said okay and let me tell you like you said meeting you Zandra who would have thunk that when I was in a guest in your event that you would now be a guest in mine and it's in very close to your home. This is how God provides. This is what happens when we're obedient. I love <laughs> Here it. I, today. I, I love <laughs> it because I was going to say, you know, who would know? And, and this is one thing. This is just a testimony, um, people, that, that here, here's a deal. You know, we go to networking events. We go to different events. We speak on different stages. We do a lot of different things. But there is something that happens if you're in tune and it doesn't happen with everybody there. It may happen with maybe one, maybe two people. Follow that and be obedient to what you hear for that one to two people that you're going to run into. Because I will tell you, when you were speaking on stage, it was like God spoke in my heart, her. There was something different about you out of everybody that was there. And it was a lot of people. Yes. There was something different about you. And then we followed up and kept the lines of communication open. And now here we are together. So I'm just, I am elated about what God is doing in your life, what he's doing in our life, what we doing together here. Yeah. This is amazing. Now the name of this um, retreat again is Ethos. Mm -hmm. um, and it's September... 24th through 26th. Okay, September 24th through the 26th in Frisco, Texas. I want to just talk one minute about, you know, you, I'm, I'm a faith. You know, I'm, I'm a woman of faith, so I don't deny it. Um, this is who I am. And, and so there is a scripture that says obedience is better than sacrifice. But one of the things that I talk about all the time, uh, Alicia, but in order for you to be obedient, there must be sacrifice. And so I heard you saying, yeah, I got to pack up stuff and come all from California to uh, Texas, Frisco, Texas. But I'm going to do it because there's because I'm being obedient, but you're having to make a sacrifice. What's, what's your feeling about that? Wow. You know, it's so powerful. And, and I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I'm i I'm talking to, I have a, my daughter just turned 20 and she wants to move out. And I was talking to her about the same thing. You will sacrifice something. Yes. And whether it's your time, your energy, your money, whatever it is, there is a sacrifice to be made in order to obtain the gifts from heaven, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And so I, if you asked me that two years ago, I don't think I would have the same answers I have today yeah. is that I am equipped, Zandra, I am ready and I am open to receive the miracles you hear me, the miracles and wonders that I know are awaiting me in that space. So how I feel, I don't feel, be, there's no begrudgingness to my energy. There's none of that. I am elated and excited to discover everything that God has for me in that space. And I can say that with conviction because it's yes. real. I already know it is going to be exceedingly and, abund and, and, and abundantly more than I can ever imagine. So I'm ready, sis. 
You better get it. You better get it. Don't get mm. excited. Mm. You better get it. Cause mm. that's the way I feel. It's like it's it's like going to Bethlehem. Look, I got to be in Bethlehem because that's mm. where it all happens at, mm. right? But mm. when you feel that God has equipped you, because the, yes. the one thing that we know that if God plants a vision in you, that that the provision is going it's coming. It is going to happen. It is. It is so because He planted the vision in you. And then like like you just said, oh my God, there's going to be overflow yes. um, because of your obedience to what you heard. Most people would say, I ain't going to Frisco, you crazy. Uh, but you said, I'm going to Frisco. And see, um, that's that's me. I go, uh, but that I heard that we need to do so and so. People looking at me, I'm crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So for one last time, uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you because I know people going to want to be involved in Ethos in 2022. Yes, ma'am. You can catch me on AliciaHouston.com. That is on my website, Alicia Houston on Instagram, Alicia Houston on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, not so active. <laughs> but that's how you can catch me. And I, and I love to link up. I love it. I love it too. And I love you. Mm-hmm. This has been an amazing broadcast. I, you know, it's just wonderful to know you. I think that you're an amazing woman. Your journey has been uh, one of pure excellence. And how you handled that corporate situation, you a boss chick in my what? mind. I'll be talking about that forever. I want to um, just encourage you to continue to just do and walk in your greatness. I'm excited mm-hmm. about Ethos uh, in September. It's going to be epic here in Frisco, Texas. Thank you for being my guest today. And thank you for watching another episode of Real Biz Talk with Zandra, where I showcase small business so that you could grow and scale your business, not only locally, but nationally and globally as well. And so until we see you soon on the next episode, continue to be the best you. Peace. Watch this and so much more on Zandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZandraTV.com.